Welcome to From These Shores Bible Teaching Podcast. I do these podcasts to help you understand the Bible because it's my desire that Christians have a greater understanding of the Word of God. And I believe God wants us to understand His Word. And for too long, uh, many people have not had a lot of teaching and understanding. But this, it's time for that to change. It's time for the standard of the Word of God to be raised and for solid teaching to be made even more available than it's ever been made to the church. God wants us to walk in and understand his word. Now, we've been doing a series on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's from, for some people, this might be a basic series, but it is so important because I believe God wants uh, his church and all individuals in the church to start to understand the Holy Spirit and the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives and why God has poured the Holy Spirit out upon the church. So we've been looking at this. We've answered some foundational questions using the book of Acts and the examples where people were baptized in the Holy Spirit to help us to see that once a person becomes a Christian, they don't, do not have to wait to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And also that the Holy Spirit is for all of us. We can receive him. And, uh, and that's what God wants. And he's important. Now, we've also talked about the two different roles of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The first is the spirit within Uh, When a person receives Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of us. And there's many personal benefits for our individual lives uh, because of that. Uh, However, God has made a second experience available, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And for this, the Bible uses the words upon. The Holy Spirit comes upon us. And we saw in the last uh, teaching that the reason for this is an equipping for service. This is God giving us the tools to get the job done. You know, God has given us a task to do. There are things that the church and individual believers that he has called us to do. Preach the gospel, represent the kingdom of God, be the light, be the salt on this earth. And yet God has not left us without the tools to get the job done. He equips us. He works with us. And many times people have tried to do the job without the equipping. Jesus told his disciples, he said to them, go, but he also said to wait before they go. And the reason for that was wait to get the equipping and then go in the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the role of the Holy Spirit throughout the Bible is very important. Sometimes we've not recognized this. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit would come upon individuals. And when he did, uh, along with that came the supernatural, the equipping to do supernatural walk in the miraculous. We've got people like Moses, Elijah, Elisha, and other individuals through the Bible. And it's not just the manifestation of power, it's prophecy, it's other, other manifestations of the Holy Spirit as well. But God wants to manifest through his people. Now, one of the amazing uh, differences between the old covenant and the new covenant is that in the new covenant, the Holy Spirit is now for all of us, all believers. Peter quoted John where he said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Uh, so it's no longer restricted to certain individuals. Sometimes people, even today, think that walking in the miraculous or uh, receiving or getting people healed by praying for them is just really for for pastors and preachers and and the ministry gifts. But this is supposed to be broader than that. We can have individuals who are not even in the fivefold ministry, not even in the full-time ministry, who operate in the supernatural and the Holy Spirit flows through them. And this is what God wants. And this is where the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes in. Because throughout the Bible, you'll see that the ministry of the Holy Spirit is connected to the supernatural and is connected very specifically to power. 
And when the Bible uses the word power in the New Testament in that context, it's the word dunamis, which, is, which speaks about explosive, miraculous power. Not just, not just a little bit of power, but a, a, an amazing a, a move of the Holy Spirit. And this is available to happen through all of us. In Mark 16, Jesus talked about the fact that believers would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. And this is because the, power, the healing power of God is available to flow through our hands, especially when we've got the equipping of the Holy Spirit. And uh, even in the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit did not just move through the apostles like sometimes people have been taught. There are other individuals in Acts who were not apostles, and yet the Holy Spirit moved through them. And so we're doing this, this particular teaching today because I want to raise our confidence, raise our faith, and raise our understanding in the fact that there's a reason the Holy Spirit comes upon me. It's not just for my personal life. He's, he comes within me for my personal life, but he comes upon me so that I can be equipped to do some things in his kingdom and, and, and operate in the supernatural. Now more than ever in our day, it's essential that Christians begin to flow with the supernatural, flow in the, in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. And each individual believer, we can walk with his power and his presence upon us. Now many Christians these days are, are praying, God, send more power. God, we need more power. I think a lot of Christians recognize we need more power in the Holy Spirit. But we need to realize the connection between the Holy Spirit and power. If there's going to be power manifest, it's because we're, we understand and we're flowing with the ministry of the Holy Spirit. That's where the power comes from. So I'm going to look at some scriptures that are going to show the connection between the Holy Spirit and power. And then we need to learn how to stir up. Uh, if we are already baptized in the Holy Spirit, begin to stir up uh, the, the Spirit-filled life. If, we, if you've not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, then you need to step into this. And don't wait any longer. Get a hold of what we've been teaching in this series and begin to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in your life. And let's begin to, as a church, step into the power and presence of God that he's always intended us to. In the day in which we live right now, this is essential. This is, the, this is our time. This is our time to begin to rise up into this. So Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says this, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Notice this is talking about the Holy Spirit upon. And it connects it. You said you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, some Christians might have read this and said, yes, I, I know that. I know power comes and I have received the Holy Spirit, but I haven't seen much power. Well, stick with us because we, we're going to be doing some more teaching about how to begin to stir this up and, and uh, step into this some more in the next parts of this series. This particular part of the series about the actual baptism is finished, but we still got some more things to talk about about the Holy Spirit in the next few podcasts. But first of all, it starts with recognizing the connection between the Holy Spirit and power. It's been like this Old Testament and new. Let me read you some other scriptures just so you can see this connection. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 34 and 35, when, when the angel was talking to Mary about the birth of Jesus, this is, this is what was said. It says, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Notice there in the same verse, the mention of the Holy Spirit and power. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. So how was she going to become pregnant and have a baby? It was going to be a supernatural thing. 
And it's going to be, and when it comes to the supernatural, that's where the ministry of the Holy Spirit comes in. So the Holy Spirit and power. Now, it wasn't just unique to Mary. Uh, We see the same thing in Jesus' ministry. In Luke chapter 3, verse 22, when Jesus was baptized in water by John, uh, right afterwards, the Holy Spirit came upon him. Says this in verse 22, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Notice the repetition of upon. We saw that with Mary. We see that here with Jesus. This is in reference to the Holy Spirit upon. The uh, would descend in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which says, you are my beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Just a few verses later in chapter 4 and verse 1 says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned in the, from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. He spent a little bit of time in the wilderness. And just after that, just a few verses later, it talks more about the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life. Luke chapter 4 verse 14 says this, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. There it is, power and the Spirit. And news of him went out throughout all the surrounding regions. See, this is, this is when Jesus stepped into his ministry. And notice this, that, that it was essential that he was equipped with the Holy Spirit. And this is when the power came upon him. Acts 10.38 shows this as well. It says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Over and over again, these two are mentioned together. So if we need more power in the church, if we want more power, then we need to learn to to walk in and to stir up the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our midst. God's not withholding his power. We need to, to start to have more faith and confidence in the Holy Spirit and begin to recognize what God's given us and, and then begin to stay filled with the Spirit. And that's going to be some of the things we talk about next. Notice in, in Acts chapter 2, again, this wasn't unique to Mary. This wasn't unique to Jesus. In the book of Acts, we see the same thing beginning to happen through the church. Acts chapter 2, verse 17, Peter quoting Joel says this, and he's talking about right after the Holy Spirit was poured out on them. And this is the the passage he quoted. Acts chapter 2, verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Now, notice what happens right after talking about the Holy Spirit being poured out, begins to talk about supernatural things. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders. That's the supernatural wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood, fire and vapor of smoke. So again, connected to the ministry of the Holy Spirit is the supernatural, supernatural demonstrations. And this is, this is what we, it's time for us to step into. It's time for individual believers to begin to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and those who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit to begin to stir this up. This is not a side issue. You see, if we just bury the baptism of the Holy Spirit and don't really stir this up in our lives and walk in the Spirit-filled life, we're never going to step into this. But this is what God has for us. It's the reason he, we're baptized in the Holy Spirit. We're not baptized in the Holy Spirit so we can just have a nice time in church and get more excited ourselves. We are baptized in the Holy Spirit as an equipping, an equipping of the supernatural to begin to flow through us into this earth and into the people around us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul talked a little bit about the Spirit here. And again, he mentions that same connection. 
1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 4 says this, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Both of those characteristics mentioned again. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an equipping of power. Now, to this, this session today, that's the main thing I want you to see. I want you to see that connection because we're going to be moving on into starting to talk about how to maintain a spirit-filled life and how to walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit on an ongoing basis. But right now, I want you to see the importance of this. I want you to begin to realize that this is why God has poured out his Holy Spirit upon us. And this is the, what we as a church are called to begin to step into and walk into and walk in. The Bible shows that healing power flows through the hands of believers. So thank you for joining us again for this podcast. And I appreciate you sharing these. I appreciate you even rating these just on some of the apps. You can rate them. Just other people look at that. And I appreciate if you've enjoyed it, if you rate this podcast. If you haven't enjoyed it, then, uh, well, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) But uh, I believe this is good word and it's important to rate it. So, so that other people can see that and share these. So please join us again and subscribe to these podcasts as well as we get some more word of God out there and available to people through these. God bless you. And I just pray that you begin to stir up the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit upon your individual life. And we will see you again soon for the next podcast.